Hey guys, this is Simeon here. Uh, as you can tell, this is going to be a different episode than normal. So we're going to use some bank audio for this episode. We're still going to try and follow somewhat of our normal format. But uh, since it's a slow news week and we don't have a ton of stuff going on, we're just going to have some like chats with uh, some community people and we'll go over the Prince tournament rules and what you have to do to enter that again. This is not our blooper episode, so this is just some bits and pieces of audio that we've had conversations, kind of Heroclix related, sometimes not. And we're just going to edit it down into one cohesive episode. So this is episode 341, Rabble Rabble, it's time to scrabble. Is that what Calder says? I think that's what he says. <laughs> Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you in part by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. We typically start every episode with what made us happy this week. Uh, Calder, what made you happy? Ah, fantastic. Nothing good, good. I'm sure he'll have plenty to say when he's back on next time. What made me happy this week is I finally beat Witcher 1, which kind of a slog to get through, to be honest. Um, I've decided to play all three of the Witcher games. I liked the Netflix series. I'm going to pick up the books, although apparently I'm doing it in the wrong order. The books should have came first, but that's fine. I don't really care about spoilers too much. So, uh, yeah, The Witcher 1, or just The Witcher, I guess, kind of like a long game to get through and really unsatisfying in certain spots. Um, there's, like, a lot of... Towards the beginning, there's a lot of, like, a just awful like segments that you really have to like try and get through and then not like storyline wise or whatever the story's like really cool and unique mostly like weird fetch quests that involve going back to like the three same places over and over and over again and then the combat is kind of clunky uh and then i i finished witcher one i just started playing the witcher two and it's kind of like if anyone's ever played through the mass effect trilogy and they played mass effect one and then you get to mass effect two and like the skill trees and the weapons and the mods and the ammo and everything's just completely different that's the exact same kind of thing that happened in The Witcher. Uh, so I know that games that are like separated by a long amount of time sometimes just get weird. They just uh, change a lot. Like you have like four or five years in between. Of course, they're going to be running on like different engines and there's going to be different things that they are able to do. But yeah, like just the sheer shock of like playing through The Witcher putting like 40 hours into the first Witcher game and then getting to the Witcher 2 and being completely like having to relearn everything. Uh, combat's completely different. Tactics have to be completely different. Um, in the first one, you're uh, Geralt of Rivia. Pretty much just like auto parries most attacks uh, if he's like skilled up enough. And I don't want to get too deep into the game because if like you haven't played it, uh, there's no use in like getting really deep into it. But basically, the first Witcher is just completely different than the second one. Tactics have to be like completely changed. In the first one, you can kind of just dive into like there's some preparation that you need to do, but you can do it on the fly, and you just can dive into combat. And then in the second one, you have to be way more reserved, especially if there's like a bunch of enemies. So. I've been enjoying that. Uh, the second one's pretty cool so far. Um, I do plan on like reading the books and getting more into like the story. It's a cool world. Uh, it's really neat. I don't really care for like the super big inconvenient choices that you have to make every now and then, and it's it's kind of frustrating when you're just like you know I want to like whenever I play games I want to be like the people pleaser dude, and in The Witcher they make you make all these tough choices where you can't like really make a happy outcome for everybody like one person's gonna be real mad at you or like one group of people's gonna be real mad at you or just dead sometimes they're just dead at the end of uh your decision so that's also 
a fun option. Uh, but that's what made me happy this week. Let's go ahead and get into the news. So the news this week is we got one character released. We The final figure, and that was the super rare Maggot. So Maggot came to us from the... Joe Pangrazio over at uh, Clicks Nexus. Not sure if you've heard of it, but it's a it's a pretty decent site. Um, it's taken taken the internet by storm. So Maggot being the last super rare, he's pretty interesting. He's uh, one of my favorite characters of the set so far. He makes two bystanders. Um, they're both max one, but there's a little caveat where. If either uh, bystander is KO'd, you can't generate it again. So it's free to generate. Uh, you have an Eni or a Mini. Uh, those are the two bystanders. You can get one of each. If either one is KO'd, you no longer have that power to generate um, of that name. So you can still generate the other one. Uh, the bystanders themselves, uh, one starts off with charge, poison, and combat reflexes. And the other one, looking very similar is charge uh, combat reflexes and two damage with exploit weakness they both have the ability to give an opponent food tokens when they hit doesn't say damage so if they hit an opponent they can give them food tokens they're both autonomous and then the actual figure maggot uh, he starts with sidestep for his first three clicks two clicks of stealth full dial of super senses one click of prob one click uh, so click one is prob his second click is just three damage, and then clicks three through five are perplex. He's 40 points, only five clicks deep. Uh, X-Men team ability, and then the food tokens thing is not as cool as the zombie food tokens, but it's still pretty cool. He has a trait that it's uh, it's kind of gross. That's the make the eeny or meanie, and then, but that's how I live. So if you don't know the character Maggot, uh, that's his digestive system is these two slugs. That was like his mutation and the way that he gets nutrients is the, these two gross slug things that live with him. It's like a weird symbiotic thing. Um, but he has free, remove an adjacent Eni or Meanie bystander from the map. If you do, remove all of that bystander's food tokens and give them to Maggot. So it's possible to remove them from the map and then generate them again if they get in like a sticky situation and you don't want them to die or just to absorb the food tokens. Uh, then his final trait is my my digestion is weird. Free, remove a food token and choose one. Heal two clicks or this turn Maggot can use charge and modifies his combat values plus one. So that would make him a 10 speed for the top of his dial, 11 attack for his whole dial. So he's 10 attack his whole dial. Uh, if he modifies combat values he's at 11 and then he's got two clicks of 18 defense and then three clicks of 17 defense two clicks of three damage three clicks of two damage so potentially uh top dial if you're removing these he becomes a sidestep 11 attack four damage 19 defense with charge and prob which is pretty decent uh lower dial you of course has the ability to heal back up which is probably what i would use for this guy's actually pretty solid um you can equip him with a bunch of stuff that uh, but honestly he's just a solid support piece for 40 points with the animal generation x and x-men keywords uh and then of course he was the 2018 team world champion design figure so uh it was created by richard leo devin owens and joe pangrazio of clicks nexus fame so congratulations to them uh we've got two world champ figures in this set uh both super rares with maggot and of course, the other one is Juggernaut, uh, Tyler Spee's design. So both really cool figures. Uh, that's all we've got for the news this week. But I did want to do a quick recap for the Prince Tournament and rules. Uh, the Prince Tournament, of course, is to combat the evil, disgusting Popper Tournament. So this tournament, the main thing based on this tournament is that you will have to use super rare primes chases ultra chases and convention exclusives now for some reason uh, there's a lot of confusion about convention exclusives we have a google doc that has everything listed if we didn't list it it's because it most i mean we might have forgotten something but it's probably because 
uh, it appeared at like WKOs and we wanted these figures to be really exclusive. Like you had to go to the convention to win them or buy them or whatever. Um, I think Galactus is the one exception to that where you could have bought that and had it sent to you. But we really wanted it to be like the high end of convention exclusives. We didn't want it to be just like every LE because if we let in certain convention exclusives that were like WKO prizes, then you'd have to let in certain LEs that were also WKO prizes and et cetera, et cetera. Then at a certain point, um, we just had to limit it with what we thought. So that's why there's a Google Doc saying what's legal and what's not. If you have any questions about something being on there, uh, we can answer why or why not, or maybe we'll add it. But as is uh, that Google Doc plus Chases, Ultra Chases, and Super Air Primes, both moving forward into House of X and any previews we see in between then and now, uh, Lady Phoenix, all that stuff that isn't actually modern legal yet, that will all be legal for this tournament. You do not have to prove that you have the figures. You just have to be willing to play them. Uh, it's going to be a $10 entry, and you can send that to me. Uh, if you are interested, you can just message me on Facebook or Calder on Facebook or the page on Facebook. Uh, any three of those works. Uh, we've already got five people that are interested, and I think we've got three people that have paid up. So uh, we really want 16 to fire the event off so that we're not losing a ton of money on it. We're already going to lose a little bit, and that's fine. I just think it's a really cool format to try. But again, builds will be have to be sent in by January 1st. You have until the 1st to decide to join. And then pod play is what we're going to go with for from uh, January 1st to the 8th. So you'll have to communicate with three other people to get your three games done. And the top two of those pods will move forward into the single elimination bracket. I really like that setup for tournaments. So that's what we're going to go with. It's going to be 300 modern, of course, modern forward is what I'm calling it. So it's uh, modern plus other stuff that isn't even included in modern technically map bonuses again not going to be allowed any additional game elements so any bystanders any sideline figures anything that would be on your force sheet has to be listed or has to meet the requirements of being super prime chases ultra chases convention exclusives so uh, black widow cannot you know bring in a shifting focus or like a, one of the re widow recruits or anything like that. Even though she's a chase, sh she doesn't get access to non-chase things. Prizing is going to be uh, first place is going to get one whole brick of House of X. Second place is going to get half a brick of House of X. And then third is going to get three. And fourth is going to get two boosters. Uh, three boosters and two boosters, respectively. If we reach 32 participants, then we'll prize out top 16 as well. And there is going to be a fellowship prize. I'm thinking it's going to be a Galactus. I feel like everyone's already got one that wants one, though. So I'd like to make it something else. Um, just haven't decided exactly what it's going to be. But we will have a special secret fellowship prize based on some sort of criteria that we haven't really thought out yet. But it'll it'll be interesting for sure uh if you need any more information about the tournament or anything feel free to message the page message me message calder uh any three of those options you can even comment on something we'll probably see it in time but yeah just uh make sure you get a hold of us um ten dollar entry again january 1st till the 8th and Hopefully pod play will be wrapped up by the 8th and then we'll move into single elimination. But I feel like it's going to be a fun tournament. I think that if I wasn't uh, hosting the tournament, if I wasn't being the, the prince, the crowned prince holding the belt, the title of the Dial H Championship, I would probably put my title on the line and uh, be entering the tournament as well because I think it's going to be a fun tournament. It's really going to, like just like Popper stresses being able to build without certain figures this is going to do the exact same but i feel like even more extreme because uh popper there's like no there's no end uh, supply of commons and uncommons and uh there definitely is a small pool to select from when it comes to like super air primes and ultra chases uh so that's why we added regular chases and convention exclusives because that at least gives you a little bit more room to work with 
hopefully we see some interesting builds and hopefully uh, everyone that joins has fun. But that's enough of the news. So we'll get on to the rest of the episode, which is just going to be us having a super casual conversation with a couple people in the Clicks community. So this first conversation actually took place while we were playing the game Among Us. So if you hear any references to what we're playing while we're talking, uh, we're playing Among Us, and you might hear some of like the weird trash compactor or emergency meeting noises in the background. We just wanted a super casual conversation that we could have while we're playing a game and we didn't want the game to be something super convoluted so we could actually talk but as you can see we get sidetracked a few times All my friends are out there in hero clicks land take it slow oh okay calder has to occasionally leave the computer to go shave his cat otherwise it just grows ingrown hairs everywhere mm -hmm. it's pretty disgusting yep yep yeah. All right, fellas. How's it going? How's everybody doing? <laughs> okay, so here goes Game One <laughs> Among Us. Oh. oh I got disconnected. Did it, kick, it kicked Devin. Yeah, Devin got disconnected. Yeah. All right. Electrical wire f fix wiring. Uh, Calder, are you still in this? Yeah, I'm still in it. Okay. Let's chat for a bit. Yeah, we can just see what's going on. How's how's everybody doing? How are we doing, fellas? What is this? Doing okay. Thing? It's another week. Oh. Just been busy. Ah, I cleared the cafeteria thing. Um. So I did want to talk about uh, one thing that I was thinking about was, Devin, did you see the ruling that came out with? Invincible and impervious, being able to yeah. be combined. Uh, yeah, in a way. Did you have? Because any... like, there's passive powers. Thing. I mean, I'd never think of it that way. But if they want to go with it, sure. It I seems... don't know what to think about it yet. Yeah, it seems kind of like weird. I thought there was a ruling a while ago that like. You had to pick a defense power. That yeah. maybe that was just for certain attacks or something. But I thought it was like when you're targeted with an attack, if you had like access to like toughness or vulnerability, etc. Whatever. Yeah, you could only use. I thought you had to pick. At a time. Which is my go-to. I think what they're talking about is you can choose impervious, but you get the passive effect of uh, invincible, or vice versa, where yeah. you can roll the impervious and then get the passive invincible. I I skimmed it today. Again, I've the quarter pretty busy where I work, so I paid too much attention. I saw that. I saw an eBay list for a Lady Phoenix, which was pretty sus, if that's the among us term. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, she got posted a couple times for like 350, and that's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah 350, 325. I'm honestly surprised with these kids this year not just not releasing their product altogether. Um, it's weird they want to save it, especially since they have an online store. Who would just buy it? I would think, like in this time, they would. All right, which one of you is the trader? It was me. It was me. Oh, okay. Uh... I was trying to find and kill you guys, but they like ejected you, and then they voted Simeon out. And I was like, "Yeah, all right." I don't know why they voted. That was easy. It, so it, there was one imposter with a ten-second cooldown on the, oh, the thing, and I was like, I, "Oh, this is how we're playing." First, it. Okay. The first like meeting, there was already like seventeen people dead, and I only did like two yeah. things. I barely saw anybody, and someone was like, "I don't know, orange is pretty sus," and I was like, "I spent half the time." in the original room. I don't know why I would have done anything. I didn't even uh, figure out how to leave. I'm sure I look suspicious. That's because, pretty suspicious. Yeah, it looked suspicious because I didn't even know where the tasks were at. See, uh, that's... Yeah. No, I... I find the invincible, impervious interaction 
yes, it makes sense as far as like wording goes. So I'm not like upset with like how it's worded, but WizKids really likes to throw around uh, what's the phrase they use? Um, uh, it's something like I don't remember something about like how like the spirit of the game. That's what they like to throw around. They really like to throw around like spirit of game, and I'm like. It seems like it's against the spirit of the game to have a power that has like a benefit and a like negative side, which is impervious or invincible. Invincible, you just take the damage if you get hit. There's no rollout. And impervious, you take the penetrating damage, but you have the rollout. And it feels like it's a real bad like game design to allow those to be combined, no matter how awkward or how little they'll actually be combined I just a lot of questions it seems like a bad precedent oh wow I tried to kill you Calder I'm sorry I, I saw that I saw that I appreciate it <laughs> you're pretty suspicious named after no, I am yeah yeah uh. Expansion of land that holds cattle, not the uh, delicious condiment for salad and others. You see that? You see that bar go up, Devin? That's what. What bar? Oh yeah. Did you? Yeah. I don't know. I'll say you're losing swag. You're losing it quickly. Okay. Ah, uh, but you know. Hero clicks. Huh? Not How about that? Or... Yeah, some powers are... that? can combine. Yeah. They usually do so by saying they are a great, like an all caps action. They specifically say it'll work with it. This is just pretty ambiguous to work together. But, I mean, if they get all these out of the way right now, it's not like actual games are happening in person, so. Maybe enough people can get used to it. The problem comes up is if they make these changes and people come back to the game after the fact. After like a year hiatus. It's going to be pretty hard. Not that that's all, not a hero clicks already with all the rules changes all the time. It's just weird. You know, because defense reducers yeah, don't normally stack. And it's so... So even though people are saying they've ruled like it that way, me and Calder, yeah, the people that are saying they've been ruling it that way, I don't a hundred percent believe because one, how often has that come up where you've actually like looked up that ruling? But two, I, I wouldn't yeah. have ruled it that way. They're not powers that really come together uh, on any figure together. But the, the only quarter case will come up when you like a pick of power, which would be like yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet or. I also feel like people running like Goblin King would have picked like Invincible Super Senses or Invincible Shape Change over Invincible Impervious right. because the reducers don't stack. So why would you assume that the... I don't know. Since the reducers don't stack, I feel like the powers should just be like one or the other kind of thing. I get that like why they're not because the reduces penetrating is passive, but still. Um... Are you guys? What? Are you guys in a game? <laughs> Sorry, I stepped away for a second. I'm trying to. Yes, I did it. Not. <laughs> I, you didn't even say anything that time, but it. And you're wrong, but like that hurt me a lot. We can win on tasks though. Like, of what's going to happen? Um, There's only one imposter. What weird. So I do want to bring. I knew Calder was not an around. alien. But I did try to get Calder killed. I'm sorry. Calder. Yeah. I do want to bring up uh, an interesting interaction that popped up on the Sets Appeal tournament. Oh, yeah. I hated this. Well, which one are you talking about? The one that I talked about today? Well, yeah, yeah. The one we talked about today. Are you talking about a different one? Uh, There are. There are two different ones. So this is like a rules thing, Devin, and we'll see if, like, you think the way that me and Calder think or not. Uh, so you know, we can quit this and we can find a new one if we want to. If you guys are in a different one, I don't care. Okay. We just uh, I just left. No, we want to talk about a really weird tournament that had some funky little interactions going on. 
it was a sense appeal tournament. I feel a little bad for Adam for um, running his first tournament and it being such a cluster of people dropping out and then, you know, how he ran it and everything. And it was rough. It was really rough. It's a rough first go at it. Yeah. Everyone has their rough first one, though. But I thought it was still fun. I went, How many did I you until... have, Devin? How many rounds? Yeah, no, I mean, you ran one tournament. Did you run any more besides that one block you did with, like, Captain Marvel, uh, Rebirth, and Illuminati? Or did you hold any more? <laughs> work. I didn't want to do it all the time. But yeah. I make it, like, an annual thing. Like a Seth appeal one, but yeah, because yeah. that was fun. I dug the uh, the block building out of those three sets. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I about liked about appeal. sets appeal. I like the like it gives you a sealed kind of feeling, which is something that's like sorely lacking in the clicks community right now. There's no way to play sealed, so building out of like a set specific. Right. I kind of wish he would have like dropped the set on you. Like, giving you like an hour before your match and been like, okay, like randomized set that you guys got is X. And then you played out of that with only Being like an hour to build. It. Yeah. Being able to schedule it at any time was nice, but that would have also been cool if it was like just a set time. It yeah. just depends how much effort he needs to put into it. I still had fun. I thought it was really good. Um, One thing about restricting it to a single set though the good figures from that set will still be good but not in the same way that they usually are like for example with the spider-man bullseye at that time was really good because at the time ata's could just be assigned to someone by paying the points nothing team required so you could have them see through stealth but being the restriction for the sets appeal you would play with stuff that are not hero clicks to have so there was no way to give them a stealth busting it's pretty interesting. It allowed some other stuff to happen. Right, especially with like the map. My favorite moment we played on. Both myself and my opponent were playing J. Jonah Jameson. I had a telekinesis though with Vector. I had J. Jonah pick up a rock one. Yeah. He had J. Jonah up to the other J. Jonah Jameson and killed the imposter with a rock. Ha! That's pretty awesome. good. Did you see... Um... So in that tournament, uh, Brad Broyles, I don't know if you know that is uh, on Discord, it's Murdoch is Brad, but he had an interesting uh, first round loss. Did you catch that at all, Devin? No, what happened? Okay, so this is like the, this is how, like the weird ruling that I was talking about. Um, We'll see how you think it goes, because, so in a situation where each character has each player has one character left one figure left on their team and one like they're both let's say both figures are on their last click figure A pushes to attack figure B and hits and KOs figure B does figure A then take the unavoidable damage from the push and die leaving like the game so essentially leaving the game in like a double loss like double like both teams wiped kind of situation yeah it depends what you do on the check for the win condition happens i'm gonna look up that now so Um, the way i always played up until this point was that as soon as one mm -hmm. character's entire force was ko'd the game ended or if like the point like the 400 point line or like whatever like the whatever the rule was where like one player would be decided the like winner the game just like ended before any other like results could happen so like the unavoidable push wouldn't happen the game would end like cut that okay, action so in, off in black text in the rule this example is actually in the rule book text that says in rare cases all players created simultaneously, such as if you push a character on its last non-KO click to KO your opponent's last character. And you also count victory points and possibly roll off if it's a tie in the same manner as if the time limit was reached. 
So did they did they tie in this case and roll off, or was someone's point had more points up by the end? No, the best part was uh, the person that pushed to death to KO actually won by three points because he built to 297 oh, and wow. his opponent was playing at 300. Oh my god. That is super close. Yeah. It's also, like, Jeez. in my opinion, the person uh, that was at 297 would have won either way. But on the reverse side, had the person being, like, had the person playing the 300-point team pushed their last character to KO the 297's last character, they technically would have won... Or no, they technically would have lost. So like, even though they get the last attack and they KO their entire opponent's for force first, since their character like doesn't survive the pushing damage, they technically like lose since their point value is higher. Jeez, it just seems it's really something to keep in mind when you're going like nuts to butts. It's getting down on time, and you think you got to make this big sacrifice play, but it might end up like biting you anyways. Like that would really suck in like a real life tournament. Yeah. Well, for like a more where you think like scenario, this is it for top eight or something or like something that's like happened to everyone. I feel like at some point is you push and like crit miss or you push and they have uh, mystics and then like you take two damage and all of a sudden yeah. like, you're dead. Because the way that I and this obviously hasn't come up like enough times to matter, but. The way that I've always played is once your opponent's, like, force is completely gone, the game, like, ends. It doesn't matter, like, if you pushed on your last attack or, like, what, like... And so I guess that that makes scoring a little bit more interesting because that means if they push a character to death to take out your last, like, character, you technically score that character that they push to death. Which is also something I didn't think happened, but yeah, it's such a rare card. So you just keep that in mind. Then, if you have one figure left, and you want to push you, how is there a chance of you just dying? Especially in the case of you have two clicks in life left, and you're thinking you're safe with a click for your fitness, and now you just lose the game because of fitness. I will find. All right. One. Yeah. Sweet. I'll find one. Like what a great show, Subumafu. What a time to be alive. I really miss it. What was it? Is he a lemur? Is that what he was? He's a lemur, yeah. Yeah. And occasionally he became animated. Yeah, you're right, he did. Hard. Hard to think that thing probably like died like 10, 15 years ago or whatever. It's kind of sad, but the dudes are still kicking. Yeah, that's depressing. And they're still doing like zoo man stuff. <laughs> Sorry, like, that that poor creature that was forced to <laughs> dance around for television's sake probably died by now. And we got Bandit Jeez. and Kojo. I'm voting for Kojo. I bet it was Kojo. Kojo is. Sup, nice mask. D -d 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 ah, is what Calder Oh says. no. <laughs> what is Calder saying? Yeah, I was trying to move when I hit it. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> hey, that guy's just named normal, after his normal. color. Is he a robot? It's the worst when they uh, name themselves blue, but they're red. Ah. Uh. That guy is named Line Allison. Allison, okay. I feel like I'm getting voted off first because I've been moving around too much. I mean, this, like, none, oh, of this is, none of this is in the game. You don't know Calder. I got voted for it and I didn't even... No one's even an imposter. <laughs> yeah. I literally <laughs> didn't even like leave the first area and I got voted for you don't know what it's like. Got yeah, Ted Bundy in the game. Yes, start. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Calder's being a little abrasive in the chat. To say I just want to be like the main antagonist of this whole. Yeah. All right. 
Can they hear me? No. Is my microphone going on in game? I don't think so. No, it's not in game. No one should be able to hear oh, us yeah, in game. Uh, I mean, uh, if our if our mics. No, are, uh, they can't like, hear us in game. No, no, they can't hear us in game. There's no voice chat in this game. Uh, okay. The only time there's voice is like when people do a Discord thing, I, I believe. Uh, I have no idea okay. where. Navigation, download. If you click the map. Yeah, where is it? Normal, normal you go through that. Uh, the map that'll show you where to go. <laughs> yeah, normal human simian is gonna look and see what's going on, try yeah. to figure out where navigation is. Simian yeah. Simian who is not uh, lying to us. Yep. If there's anything the Clicks community just... knows about me, it's that uh... I'm super trustworthy. <laughs> I just got murdered. Uh... Oh, Calder, too. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the two yeah. of you, literally. Yeah. No one else. No one else. <laughs> I feel like I'm dead, boys. I'm voting for Ted Bundy. Uh, I'm dead, boys. <laughs> Damn, he really I don't know just how they called you like that. And like I wasn't that was even it. close to the body that got reported. Yeah. Alright, let's see if we can win. Devin. <laughs> found this, uh, my new favorite website I, I found this last ghosts? weekend was... What? Simi? Can, can they see us as ghosts? You can still, like, uh, close doors. No, they can't. They can't see us as ghosts. Because then, like, the ghosts could just, like, hover around the uh, imposter, right? And oh, then they would true. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so this last oh, weekend, I decided, like, I was going to, like, look into, uh, like, voice acting and stuff. So I always, like, wanted to get into that. And just wanted to, like, just try it. Like, just maybe do some stuff for people on YouTube or whatever. And I found this website yeah. where you can, like, audition and everything for it. And it's mostly just YouTube casting calls, which is exactly what I wanted to do. You know, if someone wants Captain America or some shit for, like, a YouTube... Um... But it's my favorite because you, so like the best part is you can listen to other people's auditions. And I found out this might be my new favorite website. It's like the cringiest website in the world when you listen to some of these, uh, some of these people that think they sound like Wolverine and you're like, no, buddy. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm the best there is at what I do. And it's, they're so bad. It's so, it, but you can listen to them. And I'm like, I didn't realize you could see, listen to other people's auditions, which makes you want to, you know, make your audition not sound terrible. But, um, dude, it's hilarious. I'm just going through, there's like a few different, like, um, people are working on like dubbing the Jojo manga for like, uh, part seven and eight and listening to what people think like Josuke or like Gyro or like any of the manga characters sound like. It's hilarious. It's, it's just my favorite. I love it so much. Oh, it's so bad and so good. That. It's um, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. behind the voice actors or something. Dude, it's great. Just like just going on there and like looking through everybody's auditions. You know, I'm not being mean or anything, but it's just fun listening to them, seeing how like some are some are pretty good. Like some of them actually like, damn, that is that is impressive. You know, I love it. It was like somebody was setting up something for like a Jojo manga thing. And it was like, this dude is calm and very whatever. His voice doesn't have a lot of emotion. And later on, it gets more emotion. And then one was something like, this guy's very whiny. And then it got to like the girl. And it's like, she is an anime girl. And like, that was her description. Like, oh, okay. Bar's pretty low for her, I guess. Everybody else gets these big, like, detailed, like, what they want them to sound like. And it's like, just sound like an anime girl, please. And it's like, oh, all right. Oh. Thanks. You know, the <laughs> anime girl. They're all the ones. They're all the same. Yep. See, if I if I was like a voice what? actor, I would be able to do one voice, and that would be mine. I'd be like the guy from Bob's Burgers that does Bob's Burgers and uh, Archer. Oh, and like uh, Archer, the same voice. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my skill. It was like this is what you get. I can do a range of emotions with this Well, like, voice. yeah. Currently, I am happy. Soon, I will be sad. This is me sad. This is the range of voice you get with this person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they beat the imposter. Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't. Everyone. Or did they? Oh, it says defeat because I was the imposter. Okay. I'm just going to I'm gonna hit. Yeah. I'm going to play again, see if we can all get in this, uh, this bad boy. Oh. oh, I already quit. Give me the code when you can. Yeah. So. Oh, you quit. Uh, ND, so North Dakota. 
CP, uh-huh. so college, puck, and then HF, oh, hockey, okay. frick. Yeah. ND, North Dakota, CP, HF, yeah. I can't think of, like, the... Lil Uzi's in the house. Pink's not taken. No one ever votes for pink. Just kidding. I'm going. I don't want to take my, my skin off. It feels blue. weird wearing pants like that. Say it feels I'm weird. Speed up a little. Pants. I don't like this guy. Why is this guy just staring yeah. at the wall? He's pretty sus. <laughs> Shut your mouth, a little. Jeez, Connor <laughs> is the most antagonizing person I've ever seen in this game. That I've been playing for ten minutes now. Calder, did you get kicked? I did not get kicked yet. Oh my god. See if I can survive. Glad you're not actually recording this on screen. Oh, oh Ranchman! <laughs> Ranchman was banned. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll leave you. My mouth is writing check can't cash or however that that goes. So much for freedom of speech. I'm gonna. Where's the free <laughs> yeah, speech? Yeah, what when the you hell? Here, I'm joining one. It's a UHS, so University Hockey uh, Sticks, and then DIF, Ads Indigo Fathers. Calder's been really into the hockey lately, apparently. Let's see if if, uh, Calder can get himself kicked from this game as well. I am a girl. Female. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys ever have, like, an experience playing Heroclix where it was like, holy smokes, I think I want to play this game for the next 10 years? Or, like, was there ever, like, a, yeah, I guess I'll collect it, I just sort of slowly get into it? Or was there ever, like, a moment in time where it popped for you, where you were like, man, I think I want to play this for a very long time and then make content about it as well? people have never... A lot of people have like said like they have the the like point where they're just like I have no idea where admin is. Um they hit the point where they're just like, "Oh, I really want to get into like meta from now on." And for me, yeah. That's never happened. Like every time I play like a competitive game, I didn't ask. Oh, that's yeah. That's no. We can make meta a separate discussion. I didn't. I wasn't saying necessarily meta. I was just saying like HeroClix in general, because I always just collected the figures. I didn't have a place to play it, and I think because I didn't have any place to play it for like literally three years, that I just hyped it up so much. And I was like, but I I need to keep doing this so I can eventually play because all I want to do is play. So it was always like this thing that I I hadn't achieved yet that I needed to go out and do. And I, when I was finally able to do it, that's when I just got addicted because I was like, wow, I've been collecting these stupid miniatures for like three years and now I'm playing them. And like the game is really fun to play. And I also realized that the way I've been playing in my basement was completely wrong. Not completely, but very wrong anyways. I think that happens to everybody. Starting out. All right, I just have to do assignment says. Um, I've kind of always just like kept going because I'm having a good time. I keep collecting. My decision to start like a channel was uh, we, at the time I had lost a good chunk of the community right after World Light. I had nothing. Uh, I had all these figures <laughs> other than play once a week. All right, we got to say who we think is suspicious. There Even in Omaha, was there ranch man suspicious? <laughs> Are they voting for? For ranch man, to the channel. Sorry, I'm, I'm fighting for my freaking life. Yeah. 
I didn't vote for you this time, probably. You should be safe. Oh, okay. Two people oh my gosh. Vote. But like, look at that. Two people skipped voting. Yeah. Been... Does it only yeah. take? Okay, I was gonna say, does it only take? It was take me for people? sure. It 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 takes a tie. What happened to the first? Imposter? Certainly not me. The imposter is loving. The imposter is loving the fact that you keep saying it's me in every round. But the thing it's only been me once. Whole day. Well, you just came out of that vent, Calder, so I'm pretty sure it's you. Oh, is that what you think happened? I'm pretty sure that's what just happened. I just saw you in the weird corner by the vent, so. I'm glad There's you a task in there, though. dude. Come on. I wanted to. I wanted to stop there to see if you would kill me. Ah, I see. All right. No oxygen. Oh, dude! I just saw. I just saw a lime green vent. Lime green. Oh, you! I was running for the button, and I just realized we were on a call. Sorry, you son of a bitch! Ow, oh my gosh! I, I was running to go hit the button and like vote this guy out. I see him come out of the people. I was like, oh no, <laughs> Calder saw me, I better kid him <laughs> in front of two other people. And then they did nothing. Uh, and then they didn't they didn't get the um oxygen is what it was. And I was racing to go get oxygen, and then I saw you and I was like, an dude, that was pretty meeting. well played. Was there only one emergency meeting allowed? GG, I was gonna hit Yeah, I was gonna hit the emergency meeting. Well the other ones were body reports. So I was gonna hit the emergency meeting. And be like, it was lime. I saw him vent 100%. Um, but dang. Damn. And dude, the worst part is like the emotion was, you didn't see the animation, I know. But like the animation was you pull out a gun, you shot me in the head. And like that's how it <laughs> felt too. It was just being stopped dead in my tracks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I still don't know. My adrenaline was so it. high for that. We got 10. So, uh, Devin, here we since, go, here we go. since you started playing... Has your opinion on what figure you would make if you ever like had the chance to make a figure? Has that changed at all? Uh, I have a really wanted Uncle Sam. Katie wants me to make a Detective Chimp because that's her favorite character. So I'm a bit stuck. I'd you probably still Uncle go Sam Uncle Sam. If we would have, if we would have won teams, I'd and you would have said like, let's make Uncle Sam. I'd have been like, heck yeah, let's make Uncle Sam. Let's give him the whole like spirit of America trait, where he like gets better the more his country like believes in him or like whatever. Where if like like the more points you have scored or something, all stats go up. Yeah, be crazy. I, I think Uncle Sam would be great. Heard of him. But yeah, Uncle Sam would be neat. Just because it was fun to play on like July Fourth builds. Simbuo He's not that good anymore. Mm. Oh, that! Oh man, that's like crisis for round three. Yeah. See, I uh, did you have a Uncle Sam on your crisis team? No, I just played as the one of the big Superman. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, let's see who killed who. We got blueberry. No blueberries dead. Well, they, they left dead. the lobby, so. Oh. You sure? Yes, sus <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. White says orange zafe. Self? Mr. White is voting for himself. Simeon, was there was there always a character you had in mind? If you ever won worlds, hypothetically, obviously, because we I don't mean, have the skill to do that. But uh, yeah, uh, Dark has it changed over the years, or has it always been Zombie Wolverine? Oh, Dark Claw. Well, realistically, Dark Claw, Simeon, like so, Dark Claw was always the 
the pipe dream option. Over the years, it has changed because they've made some of the characters that I never really thought they would. Oh, this guy! This guy's really just gonna stand here, huh? Really just gonna? Uh, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh oh. If orange dies, you all die. You kill me. I swear to God. Okay. Um. Oh. No, I I keep like going back and forth. Really? Did no one see that? That was pretty suspicious. Uh. <laughs> that was a really bad idea, but I feel like I feel like every year when I want to like make a new character, it's always based off of like a newer comic. I don't I don't know. I think uh, I'd really like to like finish out some comic lines. So like in Battle World, there's no like Phoenix Egg Cyclops, even though he doesn't do anything, and so. I probably would go with something along the lines of that, not necessarily like Phoenix Egg Cyclops or whatever, but something like something to finish off. Or at this point, I might make a God Doom that I actually believe is good compared to the Who's one good? that I made. Because that's a hot opinion, Simi. That's a hot opinion. Some people will be mad. He's really saying that. Ejected orange, huh? Wow. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Yeah, they're probably gonna wait around until it's was like, cyan. Oh, we're moving so slow. There was like five people standing right by the person that did it. I can't believe only. Man, I wasn't there though. Can I still do tasks as a ghost? Yes, you can. Time, uh... Really? Yeah, what's your ghost? You can oh, just go brown. through. Brown, brown's gonna kill me. It's brown. No, or watch it's out, Calder, Calder, watch out! Calder, watch! Don't, don't, dude, shut up, shut up. Emergency. They all walked past me. Oh, brown called it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could ever make anyone but the Captain America. They missed itself as Honestly, much as I hate as much as I like point, hate to make another Captain America you're saying to me um, at this point like if I were to oh you guys you guys lost oh um, uh, yeah at this point if I bet I it's probably brown I bet I, I bet would, it's brown I would pick something from their D&D line so i would pick like the oh, beholder you think they would allow or... that oh, i don't know I let that get this. but since like they already have the figure i'd be like can you just put a dial on this like for real like this is this is what i will allow you to do kind of thing you know, that's like um brown's dead you know, um, transformers fans you know being like hey dude you got to uh uh, uh okay devin you got Calder. to Devin Connor, watch it. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late. How many of us are left? If one of us die, do we lose? <laughs> that was yeah, okay. That's what I thought it was. That was uh, such a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know why you ran in circles around. Uh, but no, if they if they manage to, uh, I'm running circles around you. If they manage to like just like literally, if I could just force them to put a dial on their D&D stuff just to like see how good it could be or like force them to like make a set like however small or icon exclusive or whatever they ended up making because of it it would really just be like if they made a um a set of the it'd be sorry finish your it. thought it would just be it'd be worth it just to like yeah. force them to uh realize like what missed opportunity they've been having I think the best way to do it is they should make a Fast Forces or D&D &D, like starter set, and it shouldn't be actual D&D &D characters. It should be the dudes from the 80s D&D &D animated show. And I would love that. I think that'd be hilarious. Fudge. Yeah, I think that'd be great. There it is. <sighs> but yeah. 
if you guys seen that D&D animated show, it's pretty funny. It's pretty campy. Like, the very first episode, they fight Tiamat. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, first level players, here you go. You know, it's it's very much a product of its of its time. And they just wanted to be like, we gotta fight big monster right away, get the kids involved. Everybody be happy. Enjoy it. It's apparently really big in Brazil or something like that. Like, in South America, people, like, love that show because there was, like, a car commercial based on it. With like professional TV grade costumes for like yeah for these D and D for the members or whatever the cast of the Dungeons and Dragons animated show and like huh. it's kind of a cult classic or something because like Sideshow has made like statues of it and like I've watched most of it but I don't think I like it enough to get a, like a thousand dollar worth of these statues to display all of them together I don't think I like the show that much but yeah like. I think that would be hilarious, like starter set or something. But uh, just normal D and D minis, they could make. Uh, I mean, the overlap between Heroes players and D and D players probably isn't a lot, but generic paladins, generic warrior, elf, whatever, people would love that. Yeah. I I assume people would love that because I like the undead set. Obviously, I guess that didn't sell very well or something because they never made another one. Well, and I would love another undead set. And their undead but... set is basically and this would like i i've been harping on like for a while but like their undead set is literally just a D set plus the addition of like two named characters or like three named characters that couldn't technically yeah. be in a D set but like zombies skeletons vampires werewolves ghosts all of that could be in like D like miniatures and the fact that they could just they could like already have the miniatures and port them to like having a dial it'd be so easy and i can't believe that they just don't do it it's crazy but like the fact that they they have so many beautiful uh two by twos like and all of the dragons and everything i can't believe that they don't like i can't believe they don't just like yeah i don't know do you do you think that D&D is like the same thing of Hasbro where like Hasbro has its own game it makes its own games so we're not going to let you make something that would be only useful for like your game with our property type of deal you know like because if they're buying the D&D minis and there's several companies that make D&D minis like there's these weird ones that show up in Walmart from time to time that are like these really heavy metal ones that the bases don't even work for a standard like D&D grid map for what it would be which is weird but um, oh no! <laughs> yeah, do you do you think being chased? Uh, do you think like that's where the license is caught up? I I have honestly. Oh, dude, no I got idea. I got perfect wires. By the way, guys, I'm very happy about this. Perfect oxygen, ghost wires. Oxygen depleted. I don't know where oxygen is. I do know yeah, that I was do. being chased Top by right. an imposter, and for some reason, Mister White was running the opposite way of oxygen. Interesting. It's so weird because, like, what do the the miniatures for like My Little Pony and Transformers do? They do nothing because there's no game for them, especially My Little Pony, right? Like that definitely feels like it doesn't need miniatures because they already make horses, and you feel like if they wanted paintable horses, it would be some mass-produced like ceramic little fun class or something, where they'd be like, get a Pinkie Pie and paint it. Why is it? I want to know who the smooth talker at WizKids is that convinced Hasbro that, like, yeah, this is what you should do. You should make it these really tiny things that are used for game pieces that you can't use ponies in any game, really. I think there actually is My Little Pony, like a and d book for it, but there's probably that for like everything, sadly. So, they also have some, you can't use them in actual games, but there's like uh, Magic Gathering cards too. Oh, okay. Although, That's so weird. They're changing that up because they're like, Walking Dead cards. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking. Uh, Can't believe my little pony that. cards. It's we were hilarious. talking to Alex about how. Yeah, we were. Uh, Magic is bringing Walking <laughs> Dead to like the forefront or whatever, bringing it into the game, and he was not sold on the idea, and he's been a judge for like ten years. I have no idea. What he was not a fan. Yeah, he yeah. was so unimpressed. He was, like, kind of mad about it. Like, he didn't get mad or anything, but you could tell it bothered him that they would even do that. 
because it doesn't fit the theme of magic at all, there's obviously, a, right? We're in the community for it right now. Yeah. All those games. Oh, go. there's some games. So kind of in the same vein. Okay. Of like magic, people being so upset about this property being welcomed into magic. Do you think there's any property in HeroClix that people would truly get mad? Like, it was that way for WWE for a little bit. People were really miffed that they would allow that into the game. I think was that our like, Walking Dead? Like, it, that like, it wouldn't matter. It'd just be like, okay. Like, it would have to be really out there for what our game has entailed, right? So we've had both games and right. Halo and. Yeah. Or like that's why I didn't get the upset for WWE of the because like, about WWE is that they're just regular people, and I'm like, so are like ninety percent, not ninety percent, but like so are like twenty five percent of like comic characters. Jimmy Olsen, uh, Prezer Card, uh, what's the Commissioner Gordon? Uh, yeah, the, the lady of the Suicide Squad, whatever her name is. All the, all those people are just regular people, yet they oh, like yeah. fill a slot in a lot of sets. Robin is technically a regular person. Batman, I'm not gonna say is a regular person because he's he's like Scott Steiner. He's a freak, a genetic freak. Batman. Next time we do. The promos for the next one of those. We some one of which some one of us has to do the Scott Steiner promo. Oh well, interesting. Oh, one of us has to like take steroids for five years He's until do the brain. Is that what you mean, Calder? But no. Uh... I guess the complaint would be like switching up the rules again. Yeah, I and I get the complaint against like the making rules that are specific or whatever, because. That truly is like annoying, but you can't deny that, uh, like WWE rules have like changed the game for the better. Like, it's added some cool stuff that we did not have before, like, for sure. Like, the ability to. I was thinking if they change the base game again, or depending on what they want to do. As we're coming up on another anniversary year within the next couple of years, and that's usually when they revamp a whole ton of stuff. As far as like WWE goes, I really wish Turtles had that way back when. Yeah, for sure. I wish any of uh, the Star Trek like series had gotten something. And that'll conclude our mini conversation with Devin that we had. Um, for more Devin. Go ahead and check out the Happy Little Heroclix YouTube channel where he's always pumping out some great content. And we're going to close out the show with a Jedi Legend Heroclix tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. This one's for the newbies. Telekinetic yo-yoing. What is it? TK what? This is where you TK an attacker in, they do their thing, and then another TK telekinesis TKs them out, considering Sabretooth from Uncanny X-Men 031 or ADW 034 Electra, any free TK and prob are a bonus. A good TK yo-yo combo is always a fun thing to run. Uh, it also works with just one TK and like a charge or running shot hypersonic piece where you move them up the field, attack, and then your TK is about six squares back, usually six squares back, that's the range for TK, and you just yank them back so that they're out of harm's way. Um, it's a pretty good tip, and that'll conclude our episode for this week. Again, uh, not our normal format. Hopefully we don't have to do this too many times. Uh, it's kind of a weird episode, but I think there's some stuff in there that people could like, so hopefully you enjoyed it. And as always, uh, Dial H for HeroClix is sponsored in part by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day. There's that newest X-Men House of X set coming out, and that's going to be pretty fun, I think. 
I'm going to want some of it. Not sure how much. I haven't decided. But if you want some of it too, you can check it out at CoolStuffInc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day from the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products to, you know, everything else you might need like card boxes and dice and whatever. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. This is the part where Calder would say, See you later, Space Cowboy. Thank <laughs> you.